Welcome to the Facility Dude Podcast. Here's your hosts, Bob, Papa Dude Bittner, and Tony Butler. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Facility Dude Podcast. Papa Dude, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Tony. How are you this morning? Doing good, doing good. I'm still a little concerned that uh, I don't have all my Christmas shopping done. Really? Really. Uh, I might be right there beside of you, Tony. I, uh, I think I, I shared with everyone last week that uh, I have to buy my mom a gift. I still have not done that, and I think I still have to buy my dad a gift as well. Well, Tony, I've got the list. Does that count for anything? <laughs> that, that counts for something. You know, I find that if I have a list, I can get it all done in about 30 minutes. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, and that's a great starting point. But the thought about putting it into the list is, is where uh, it all comes about. It, it's a difficult thing to do. So today, we're going to talk uh, a little bit about uh, energy and uh, managing energy, and just where do you start with, with all of that? Uh, I know that can become very confusing. Uh, anybody that opens up their utility bill and starts to look at that document, they just kind of glaze over in the eyes sometimes and say, there's too much information on there. I don't understand what all those things mean. Uh, that uh, Where do I start? How do I get started with that? Yeah, I know a lot of times they're overwhelmed. And, you know, we've heard the phrase before, uh, paralysis by analysis. You, you don't know where to start. You don't know what you're looking at. And, again, it's just overwhelming and, and difficult to take all that information in. Particularly when you're looking at uh, across different types of utilities. You know, you've got electric and you've got gas and you've got water, the three main components. Uh, plus there's a lot of other things that are added onto those bills a lot of times with garbage and sewer and, and other fees. And so just trying to understand, and there really is no – uh, standard across the industry about how those bills are presented, how the data is shown, what units of measure are shown. So it becomes very confusing. And I think, uh, uh, I don't think uh, so much intentionally, but that the utility providers do this to confuse us, but it does become very, uh, very complicated sometimes. Well, I think as a facility manager, if, if you don't have someone who's uh, an, an active energy manager in your organization, uh, you know, this is one piece or, or just a, another added, um, you know, task that's on your plate of work to do. And, it, and it's not like you're not busy already. So when you have to look at these utility bills and you're trying to figure it out, I, again, it's just so much information that you have to wade through and, uh, and try to understand. And a lot of times people will just look at the bottom line, what's the amount on the bill, and say, well, it's more than it was last month or it's less than it was the month before. Uh, or it's about the same, so I'm okay. But in fact, they may be paying way too much for uh, what, they're, what they're consuming uh, if they don't start to understand. And I think uh, a good place to start sometimes is just to, uh, well, first of all, there's a lot of good information on the Internet. I always say uh, Google is my best friend when I don't know something. Just get on the Internet and Google it and find out. The other thing is, is utility providers usually have a specialist on staff that will gladly walk through with you and explain all those different components that are on a bill. And those that you can affect uh, by uh, making change either to a rate structure or how you consume energy or your utilities and then how you um, present that data and understand it. And then there's some things that you can't change. I mean, you can't change tax, for instance. Right. Um, But um, as you... you, uh, uh, look at that. Get get help. Uh, don't struggle with it by yourself. Don't try to spend a lot of time 
uh, trying to manage it if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, the help is out there, and it's just a matter of, you know, just seeking it. Again, a, a simple phone call maybe to the utility provider can get you in touch with the right person to help you understand what information's on that bill. You know, there's a lot of great organizations out there that facility managers belong to, and they've created relationships with other people uh, in the industry. Don't hesitate to rely on those. Uh, call up, ask questions. Yeah, there's a lot of people who's willing to help as well. So you're definitely not alone when it comes to trying to understand what information's on that utility bill. So as we look at some of the things that are important to track, certainly uh, the usage of things, uh, what the, uh, how much electricity you're consuming, how much it costs per unit, Typically, um, uh, utilities, uh, particularly electricity, is, is major, measured and billed in, uh, in uh, KWs or KWH, and uh, there's uh, different factors involved with that. But starting to understand some of the very basics that's on that bill. Also, uh, rate structures are very important to understand. What rate are you on? And uh, it's not the utilities provider responsibility to see that you're on the best and the most efficient rate. That's your responsibility. They're going to set up something probably from the very beginning that that utility was installed on a rate that uh, was agreed upon at that time. But there may be new rates. Uh, There may be a change in how you're using electricity, how you're using water, how you're using gas now that could have a great impact on uh, what you're being charged. Uh, I'll give you an example um, uh, we had a situation one time where uh, there's a new rate structure came out. I hired a energy analyst, and she went through and looked at uh, a lot of stuff. And uh, honestly, she made one decision that uh, more than paid for her salary for the year. And we had an $80,000 savings just by changing a rate structure on our sports field lighting and on our, some of our chillers that we had. I know that's a story I hear it over and over again. So if you're not paying attention to the rate or you haven't looked at it recently, take some time, uh, look at those rates, and make sure you're on the best rate uh, for your organization and the different you know uh, uh, aspects. Again, you mentioned sports fields, but um, small small facilities, warehouses, whatever type of facility that is, make sure you're on the best rate for that type of facility. Tony, we talked to uh, a lot of our clients. Uh, uh, throughout the uh, United States and into Canada uh, about measuring and monitoring their utility usage. Uh, we have some tools that we, that we provide, but I think it's important for people to uh, try to understand some kind of a good tool. There's lots of tools out there to do that with. What's been some of your experience of what clients are using and doing uh, and trying to get organized with their data? You know, the one I hear most often is uh, an Excel spreadsheet, honestly. Uh, just getting that information, putting it into an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, sometimes we have folks who have very sophisticated Excel spreadsheets, and then we have other folks who, um, you know, essentially they just take the dollar amount and the billing days and they put that on that spreadsheet. So, um, you know, I hear, of course, we talk to folks, we have a product here, Utility Track. I, I talk to those folks after the fact, and, um, you know, that provides a lot more value. They're able to get some, some better uh, analysis out of that tool. And then, of course, portfolio manager is another one I hear about often. Uh, but in any case, you know, kudos to, to all of those folks because they're at least attempting to track their energy consumption and, and costs. Well, I, and I think that's an important place to start, whether you're using an Excel spreadsheet or you're using a tool that provides more analytics, more ways to look at the data and understand the data, uh, something like our utility track program. But uh, 
trying to really understand what the, the different components are and just understanding how it's built, how it's being built, what rate structure you're on, uh, those kind of things. Uh, I know we've had uh, a lot of clients that have had a lot of um, success in once they started to look at it, the data, they, there were things that just popped out at them. Right. Do you, know, do you have any uh, examples of that, Tony? Um, you know, some of the things that popped out at, uh, at many clients, uh, maybe a pump that was uh, pushing too much water, uh, they noticed that, um, you know, immediately when they began to analyze data, they figured that at one of the parks, um, there was a lot of water consumption at a particular park, and it had to do with a pump uh, at that particular park. So they were able to find that and fix that problem immediately, which I think resulted in a couple thousand dollars worth of savings. Um, you know, other folks, um, underground water leaks is something that maybe go unnoticed. And then once we begin tracking, you know, I heard a, a story about a town in Pennsylvania that um, the town used on average every day 600,000 gallons of water every day. Um, and they actually began to monitor their water consumption. Well, when they did that, uh, they found that there was an underground water leak that went unnoticed. They actually thought it was a spring. When they found it, it was using 200,000 gallons of the 600,000 gallons of water every day. And they wow. were supposedly a, a, a green community. So, um, you know, th- that's another story. There's, there's so many that I hear day in and day out. You know, a lot of times I had this happen at my home. I had the uh, water line coming into my house break. It was pretty obvious because it came up in the yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yard got real wet and soggy. So it didn't take a long time to, uh, to discover that. But on the other hand, I've had... Uh, where I've worked in the past, I've had that same exact thing happen where I had a water leak that happened underground. It was close to a stormwater, and it was just running into that stormwater, and nobody saw it till we started measuring and saying, you know, why is this so much higher than all of our other places? And then we get to looking. One of the things, uh, just a little hint, if you've got a, a, a leak uh, from your water, and maybe you find it's coming in somewhere. You see this water developing, and you're not sure whether it is a spring or it's a potable water line that has burst. But uh, a very simple thing to do is just take a sample of that water to see if there's chlorine in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will kind of tell you, is, is it spring water that, uh, or is it rainwater that's just running off? Or is it water that uh, has a chemical in it? Usually most all of our potable water has, has chlorine in it. And a very simple test to do to see uh, if, if that truly is and you're chasing the right thing. So just take 10 minutes, go get that water, and, and take it where it needs to be tested. Yep, exactly. It can save you a lot of money and help you uncover a potential issue. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that's difficult, um, we talked hinted at this earlier, but the, some of the different values that are being used, uh, sometimes on your water bill, they'll measure in gallons, and we all understand a gallon, what a gallon is. Right. Uh, but then they, uh, there are other uh, measurements that they use by cubic feet, uh, just a lot of different measurements that are being used on our utility bills that maybe we don't understand, and it's a little harder to say. And usually what they do is they try to make those units smaller uh, as opposed to larger. That's why they do that, uh, that... Uh, the number on the bill is not so large. Right. So a cubic foot of water uh, and uh, as opposed to a gallon of water. And so it, it, uh, but we understand what a gallon is. And so uh, a lot of times you want to convert that into a number that's, that you can understand. Yeah, and that's something you could easily do in Excel. Even on the Internet, you know, they have a lot of conversion tools where you just pop the numbers in. And, you know, I've uh, also discovered, and, and I think we have some uh, 
case studies, maybe you can recall one uh, on, on the electric, that uh, there's multipliers uh, on meters. And if the right multiplier is not put in there, it can make a big difference in the amount of, of charge that you get charged uh, by a utility company. And it could be just a, a everyday mistake. Nobody did that intentionally, but can cause a, a cost a lot of money. Well, I know recently I, I had a story where someone was telling me about just that. Like you mentioned, they had the wrong multiplier, I think it was on the transformer. Um, and, and what had happened in the past, they never really looked at energy use as a whole across the entire organization. So when they finally decided to look at energy use as a whole at all the facilities, they realized that there were um, a group of facilities that were all very similar. But one of them had, I think the, the charge was twice the amount of all the other facilities. And for no for no known reason, just off the top, but it indicated obviously an issue. So they were able to figure out that it had the wrong multiplier on it, and they actually were able to get a refund back for the past three years uh, because I think they were charged it was like $17,000 for that particular location um, just because of the wrong multiplier. So they were able to uncover that and get that money back. I know a lot of people that uh, really start a energy management program, utility, uh, understanding utilities, really... Uh, almost uh, uh, always find something that there's a savings in. Uh, and again, it's not because people are, are uh, trying to steal from you. Mistakes are made. Things are left on. Things happen uh, that uh, if we're not watching, uh, we just kind of lose track of it and it just becomes norm. Right. And so uh, I think uh, kind of getting back to the basics, understanding what's on the bill as a very good place to start. Understanding the components of the bill, how it's being measured, and then starting to, in some way, uh, track it and to compare uh, against what happened last week, last month, last year in this environment. And the bigger comparison you can make, usually things pop out a little bit more. So if you can compare against more buildings, if you can compare against like buildings, if you can compare against... uh, other towns or cities or uh, hospitals or schools, whatever it might be, you can get an idea of where you should be. Uh, and we meant, you mentioned our Energy Star earlier, a great place to track uh, against benchmarking. So I, I would uh, encourage people to start small, work up. Uh, you don't have to try to, to eat that whole apple at one time. No. Take a bite, chew on it. Uh, See what you can find. Start with one of the utilities. Start with electricity. uh, Start with water. Start with gas. Whatever you feel more comfortable with. And then just build into it and uh, see what you can find. And justify some of those findings uh, with others. Well, I I think the hardest part is just getting started. You know, because sometimes it can seem like an overwhelming task. But just get started. And like you said, start small and kind of grow into it. And I think that makes it a much easier uh, task. hurdle to overcome. And, you know, I think one of the things that we don't do very well uh, in facility management, utility management, is we don't brag about what we've been able to accomplish. Right. And so when you find some savings, when you uh, are able to uh, justify uh, reducing cost on utilities or whatever it is, let people know about it. You need to uh, let people know. And, and that, uh, that gives you more resources, gives uh, people more confidence in what you're doing. And when you're asking for some additional resources to maybe buy a better tracking system, maybe some more analytics, maybe somebody to help you with it, uh, you can say, look, 
we've saved this and all. I'm asking for a little bit of it back to help me manage it or help me to do something else, help me to change out different kind of lighting in my facility. And I think we'll talk about that uh, when we uh, uh, later on in another uh, session about what do you do with some of those savings? How do you start uh, responding to some of those things? Yeah, and, and to follow up or just to reiterate, you guys are important. You're a resource to the organization, so make sure you tell folks the good job that you're doing. You do a lot for a lot of people, so um, yeah, let let people know. Don't hide it. Don't hide it. Not at all. Well, Bob, I think that about wraps it up today. Yeah, it's been uh, been great, and uh, you know what? I'm looking for a little time off around Christmas, and guess what? We're gonna do <laughs> Christmas we're, shopping. We're, yeah, we're gonna go Christmas shopping. <laughs> we're gonna take our next podcast off time off. Okay. And uh, you and I are going to go buy those gifts that we, uh, we haven't purchased yet. And uh, we're going to invite everybody to join back uh, after Christmas and uh, uh, join us again in for uh, the next session of uh, our podcast. That's right. It'll be on the 29th of December. So we'll come back here after, uh, after Christmas, of course, with all of our, our gifts given to our family and uh, spending a lot of time eating a lot of good food and just enjoying the holidays. And uh, we just want to wish everybody a a Merry Christmas and a safe and happy holiday, uh, whether you're traveling or staying at home with your family or friends, and uh, just uh, have a great time. Don't forget to email us at podcast at Facility Dude. Or join us on Stitcher or iTunes. And uh, go ahead and send us an email. Let us know how we're doing, if you're enjoying these, and uh, like us. And uh, we just uh, enjoy so much every uh, week being able to bring you some new information to help you become better at what you're doing. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thank you for listening to the Facility Dude Podcast. We love to hear your feedback about the show. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and help other facility operations professionals like yourself find the show. Email your questions or comments to podcast at facilitydude.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Facility Dude. We look forward to hearing from you.